Sorry. People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no not in problem. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit and no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'll go with Childs. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. You need to get ready, because it's so unbelievable. It's going to seem fake, but I promise you, it's not Graceful Vashborn. It depends if you tell it right. There is no way not to tell this right. It is a storyteller's wet dream. <laughs> Short-term 12, this is Grace. Remember, you're not their parent, you're not their therapist. You are here to create a safe environment, and that's it. Got it. Luis, you better be up. So this is how it's gonna be. Community meeting is now in session. Mm, slow this down a little bit. Y'all yeah. ain't got no rhythm, man. Mace, I love you like a brother, but I gotta say that when it come to being discreet, you're a disgrace. I mean, you think we all don't know about him and Grace on the low, undercover, trying to date? <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new Holmes Movies Recommends episode. My name is Anders Holmes and I'm joined in person. Yay! Uh, Adam made it over the Atlantic Wall. He's here in Denmark with me, so we don't have to do this episode over Zoom. Uh, yes, I, I don't want to take credit for invading Normandy, but no, uh, I did, yes, I did make it over the pond. I'm here in Denmark. It's wonderful uh, to be here and, um, and to be podcasting on my holiday. Um, as the exactly what I feel like doing right now, of course, instead of sitting in the sun with a beer, but you know, that's my commitment to our listeners. And as I hope you're, uh, hope you appreciate it. Yes, I do appreciate it. How are you? I'm well, good. You know, I'm well We're together. <laughs> We're literally staying in the same house. We just had lunch. <laughs> that's true. What did you have? Anders, <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, so yes, so today it is I that am. It is I. It, it is, is I. I. It is I recommending a film. Uh, so yeah, we will be. Also, we will be doing a uh, another top ten episode. I hope you enjoyed our uh, top ten episode where we talked about uh, Danish cinema. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't listened to it, but um, it was good. I mean, I know it's good because we did it. I it was, was on the fun. I was on the podcast. You were on the and podcast. So unless you edited everything out that we said and replaced it with you talking about Marvel movies, which is not out of the question, then I do think that it would have been a, a good episode. Um, yes, so if you're listening to this, it means that our top ten episode, uh, to our second top ten episode has not yet come out, and that is the episode about trains, train movies in particular. Yes. Um, however, if you're listening to this, it probably means we've already recorded our top 10 trains episode. But nevertheless, send us your top 10 films about, or send us your top films about yeah. trains. It doesn't have to be top 10, just a couple of your favourites. Um, it's films, you know, that take place on trains predominantly, or where trains feature in the plot. Um, so films like The Darjeeling Limited and Strangers on the Train don't yes. really count. Ironically enough, Strangers on the Train doesn't really count, but... Well, I think the Darjeeling Limited does count. Uh, Strangers on the Train doesn't because the even though it, it, it's very, very integral to the plot that yes. these two people meet on a train, trains themselves um, play very little role. I mean, we're talking about 
you know, um, uh, films that, that really, you know, feature uh, a trained and a central role, like that Clint Eastwood film about the guys who go on holiday in, in Germany and, and foil the ter- terrorist, which I'm sure will not be making it onto our list. No. But if you think that Clint Eastwood's stupid, um, you know, uh, Trumpian uh, white panic movie should be on the list, then uh, let us know and we will immediately block you. Um <laughs> So, uh, what, uh, but we're, we're here today to recommend things, right? Recommend yes. uh, approaches to life or, or, or films? Yeah, well, well either. Both. Both. <laughs> right, yes. So, the film that I'm recommending is a film I saw fairly recently, uh, last week, actually. Um, is a movie. It's fairly recent. Uh, it's a film that came out in 2013, and it's called Short Term 12. Have you seen that? Yeah. So the movie... I, 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 do, I couldn't tell you a single thing about this film. Th- those are the first time I've heard those, word, those words in that order. So the movie is directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, the film... Cretton? C-R-E-T-T-O-N. Cretton or... Cretton? Uh, he's, uh, I don't know. Uh, Where's he from? Uh, he's America, but he's of, uh, he is Asian. Right. Uh, Cretton. Cretton. So um, this is... It's based... Uh, he... Act, uh, rewind so the film is based on a short film that he did I think the film the short film came out in 2009 and it takes place in a foster care facility for people for teenagers uh, at you know dealing with mental problems and right. everything like that and it is based on his real experiences working in that facility so that's something that he's so just a, a light uplifting movie Kind of. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> no, well, there is. So it's like, based on a short film. So it's a long short film. Yeah. So the, the the feature film came like just like Whiplash. It's you know it's it spurned from that. Like, and that uh, short film. Uh, Thunder Road, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So the film stars a lot of people who uh, later went on to be very, very, very famous. People. Later went on. This film only came out seven years ago. No, but like Eight in the years ago. after the oh, film, in the media, media, people yeah. became a lot more famous. Right, right, yes, yes, yes. Actors like Time passes. Brie Larson. Who Larson plays uh, the main character of Grace Howard? Uh, well, John Gallagher Jr., who was very um, well known, he was he was on the newsroom, really? the Aaron Zorkin show. Uh, vaguely, yeah, all right. And uh, Caitlin Dever from uh, Brooksmart, not Brooksmart, Booksmart, Booksmart. <laughs> the newsroom is shit. You didn't like the newsroom? No, I don't think so. That yeah, the it's writing not, it's was not the no. West Wing. Well, of course it's not the West Wing, but the the writing is bad. And that's uh, the most disappointing thing. He can do better. Yes. Anyway, carry on. And uh, Rami Malek as well. well. We know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he, he was, you know, but he, he wasn't in Mr. Robot. He hadn't become like uber famous as he is now. And he's mm. going to be Dr. Mm. No in the next Bond film. But that's your theory that Hanging you keep saying, well, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. And uh, Lakeith Stanfield, who was also in the short film, he's reprising his uh, his role in that film. Uh, he, you know, of course, Get Out, uh, Knives you Out. Get Out. Oh, no, oh, right. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> of course, Get Out. Yeah, Knives look, he's, he's a really good actor. I love him. He's a fantastic actor. And um, if any any Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans, uh, Stephanie uh, Beatrice, who plays uh, Jessica. So there's a lot of, like, uh, good, you know, well-known names. And this was, like, a really... I mean, when this film came out in 2013, there were a lot of people that were praising it, but I just never really got a chance to see it because, like, I think it was one of those, like, indie films that kind of passed me by. In that so all these, all these people you mentioned are playing the um, young people in the facility? Or are they playing care workers? Uh, Brie Larson and John Gallagher Jr. and Rami Malek and Stephanie Beatrice, they're playing the carers. And uh, Caitlin Dever and Lakeith Stanfield, they're playing some of the children that they're taking care of in this wow. facility. Okay, okay. So the film, it, um, so the main character of the film is played by Brie Larson. She's in a relationship with uh, John, uh, John Gallagher Jr., who's like the head of this uh, facility. And she is a very, like, she has a very sort of tough exterior. 
and she there's a they're in a relationship they're trying to keep that sort of on the down low but some people are easy to sort of catch on to it and but i think she's having a troubled she's having troubles to sort of emotionally open up to him because of some past trauma which is sort of slowly coming back when she has to take care of a a child played by caitlin dever who is a very angry teenager and uh, very sort of closed off and doesn't want to be in this care facility um, much like Lakeith Stanfield's character who is, who's nearly turning 18 so he's about to be leaving soon and he's also dealing with a lot of problems and he's anger issues and everything like that and um, it's a very I mean yes it's not like a happy like for the most part a very happy film but it's also it's a nice film in regards to how you know people are there for each other but it, and also the realism of the film is, is very well handled I think the subject matter of the film is well, very well handled because it does deal with uh, suicide and often like you mental know, health mental issues, health, which is, you know, mental health yeah, issues serious, and things like yeah. that, and also it, it, it handles that in a very realistic and yeah, not you don't so, you don't want to you don't want to fuck that up, no, because yeah. but I think and you especially don't want to do a sort of um, uh, you know voyeuristic kind of exploitative treatments of subjects which are incredibly serious. No, but it's it's I think given the fact that the director was. You know, he had worked in a situation in, in in a care facility like that, so I think he's able to bring that realism and bring all those you know those stories into it. And it's a very it's the on the ensemble of actors is really good. There's some nice little improvisational moments because Lakeith Stanfield, he's also a rapper in real life, and that was his start. And they have like, there's a scene with him and John Gallagher Jr. where they improvise this rap song, which I think is a really nice moment and how they sort of bond and sounds a little cringy it's a little bit cringy but like it, it's it's a nice film and also it's just it's a very well acted film and i think i think brie larson really show showcased how you know versatile she was and also just how um, like she was this was before the room and because of this her performance and this she was able to go off and star in the room and she won the oscar for that film right yeah that's good room is good um but that's it yeah i mean it it is it's it's funny how that yeah I mean the, just the trajectory you mentioned it's like these days you win an Oscar by playing a sort of series of like very challenging parts you know, um, but it is you know it, and it's funny how we pay attention and in, in a certain way to films about mental illness. I've just been doing a in our film club you know doing a our series of of great performances in American films and so many of them center on the theme of mental illness whether in the form of a of an actual institution like the the great series of performances in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest yeah. or just in like you know mental illness as the, that's the result of trauma or an untreated uh, 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 conditions like in um, uh, Sophie's Choice which we just watched um, I haven't seen that yet no well yeah I've been cool. meaning to watch it but I, it's, it's, I, it's, it's I think it's, so I think from it's what I know it's a film you have to prepare yourself for it well no it's, 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 it's not like you know it's not like that it's um, it, it's not um it, 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 watch it but it's it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's another it's another example of Meryl Streep being very good in an otherwise kind of yeah. movie um, didn't Alan J. Pakula direct that he did um, but you know that, that that's come up a lot in uh, in our uh, in our survey of, of, of great American performances um, and it just seems to be you know a real um, a real through line that um, uh, you know another another example from our series was um, A Woman Under the Influence and so you know which, which is all uh, about uh, yeah which is yeah. all about all about a woman's um, I've only seen clips mental health issues really, really oh, really it, that. that is I think marvelous. that's like if you ever wanted to, I think that if, from what I gather I think if that if you were ever going to watch a John Cassavetes movie that's the one to watch or like to start with maybe it's, it's, it's incredible I mean it really is uh, 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 
pretty uncomfortable viewing, but pr pretty unbelievable. Um, uh, highly recommended. The but anyway, you know, just this this does keep coming up, and it seems to be something that actors and filmmakers are drawn to. Um, and you know, it's that I think that's both good and bad. And um, but I but and I, I do think that sort of increased awareness about these things is is important. But it does become a a subject where there is some discomfort around, you know, people researching and then playing someone with a condition that perhaps they don't have. And so the ethics of that could be, well, it, 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 maybe it should just be examined, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it happened fairly recently with the films, the film music that Sia directed, the one about autism. Did you ever, did you hear about the Sia directed a film? Yeah, it, um... I just had to digest that for a second. It's to do with, I think it's called music. It's to do with autism and the, and the actress in that, the way, the, the portrayal of it was not well received by the, by people who have autism. And the Is anything piece. well received by people who have autism? Sorry, that's offensive. No, but I, I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I, I think it, it, from what I gather, it's a film where you watch it and you just go... Oh, that's not good. <laughs> it's it's one of those like, things. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like autistic people. They're not like. Can I that. can I can I ask you as someone who's on the spectrum? Yes. What do you think of Rain Man? Um, I haven't seen it for a very 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 long time, so I can't really. Uh, I I think it's a good question. I think it's a little bit problematic in some ways. Hmm. I mean, I I think. There are some. It's a nice relationship and things like that, but I feel like it's it, it the, Dustin Hoffman's interpretation of a man with autism. That's like how he sort of views it and stuff. And maybe I don't know. He he went full retard. I guess is the you know the line from Tropic Thunder that Robert Downey Jr. said his character. You know, right, you want to you want to contextualize that because I, I was about to be like you were about to get cancelled, my friend. Um, by by which you mean he really like. Overegged the pudding. He, over he overegged the yeah, autism yeah, 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 pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't just on the spectrum; he was in the spectrum. Yeah, he 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 went a little bit overboard, a little bit. And I think right. Sean Penn, when he played in the film "I Am Sam," I don't know if he played a character with autism, but he had he played it was a like cerebral palsy or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was to do with like because he's trying to have custody of his daughter and he has mental illness. And I think that I think again that was another film where people that was a little bit over the top, maybe a little bit. Maybe their intentions were right, but maybe... Or maybe their intentions were, like, let's make a film that's going to do well at the Oscars. Because there are movies about people with either with disabilities or who have mental health issues that actually star people with mental health issues or disabilities, which is worth uh, noting. And there are actors who, who have um, cerebral palsy and other conditions, like... Oh. RJ Mitty in uh, Breaking Bad. And... Um, the woman from Deadwood, whose name I'm blanking on. Oh, I've forgotten the name. Oh, you carry on talking. I'll look yeah. Up. So I mean, it's just you know, it's worth worth uh, worth thinking about uh, when you when you set out to make these films. And I think that there is a tendency to uh, chase awards and, um, and Oscar baiting. Yeah, right. And so I think that, that that you know should be thought about. But you know, I applaud any film that isn't a fucking remake or isn't a continuation of uh, a Jerry, franchise. Jerry Jerry Jewel Jewel. Yeah, uh, was the uh, actor from uh, from Deadwood? From Deadwood, yeah, that's right. And um, anyway, so yeah, Rain Man. God, imagine being the mother who has 
Tom Cruise's one son and the other one is Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you fuck. Yeah, anyway, uh, so so uh, the film is called what? Short Term 12. Short Term 12. Come on, forget that. I'm going to need to yes. write that down. Um, okay, well, uh, it's it, it, it has got the uh, Holmes, uh, Holmes Movies Recommends yeah. stamp I mean, of like, approval. You uh, go and watch this film. Yeah, I will. I mean, it isn't. I mean, there are moments where, like, there are, like, tough moments in it, but I think it's very, it's very grounded and it's not, like, hammy and over the top and, and it's sort of, it's not trying to be an Oscar Beatty film, it's just trying to kind of show a realistic thing of how people deal with trauma and how they, you know, react to other people and project a lot of their insecurities and fears on, onto other people and things like that. Right, so it sounds like it, this, uh, this uh, balance we've been describing, it seems like it gets it right. Okay, well, um, yes. cool. Cool. Well, that is my recommendation for the day. Um, do check back to uh, yeah. do check back to see what Adam will be recommending. Yes, tune in. We will now go away for a number of days and return to this. No, we're just going to press pause we're and then re- start recording again. That's how this works. Exactly. All right. Goodbye. See you next time. See you next time. Bye, Anders. Bye, Adam. Bye. <laughs> I'm going now. <laughs> Harry, I'll get him <laughs> right in the stars. Okay, we have to leave. Okay. <laughs>